Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yep. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm know sure what? somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave and john and um your good buddy d square here i mean they tried a lot more people but i was <laughs> sorry guys i was the only one <laughs> it was free uh yes yes so obviously everyone notices at this point that we're really late this week and jd's not here we've, we've had, had a number of technical difficulties <laughs> yes uh jd sleeping one off i mean <laughs> he had uh he had a, a wrestling tournament over the weekend and he's been very busy and he didn't have a chance to watch our main topic and uh, yeah, so so our good friend D Square is filling in. So how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Doing doing great as always. So just uh, the conclusion of Donny Cates, uh, Venom, and King and Black and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just got done kind of learning about that, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's just awesome. Cool. Well, how about you, John? Nah. You're wonderful this week, aren't you? I am just. Well, you know, my 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 job has been taking a dive lately, but otherwise, otherwise they did get something really cool. Oh, is that a two pack? Yes, yes, and it's with Red and Red Two, two of the most unra- underrated action movies ever. I mean, yeah. you got John Malkovich, Bruce Willis, Morgan Freeman, and Helen Mirren. I'm getting the pig. That's my favorite the line. Pig. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, uh, I, 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 and it's it's rare to find somebody who even knows what those movies, who, who, who's ever heard of the movies. And yet they are like, and, and the sequel is, I think it's even better than the first one personally. And it's just really good, good. man. Yeah. So hey, they never made a third. Well, yeah, everybody got old. But I'll tell you, Helen Mirren is like the sexiest old woman I've ever, older woman that I've ever seen. She is just amazing. Her acting ability, she, oh God, watch her in anything. They, they, were, they, they were old when the movie was made. So I, I know, but it's still, it's just really cool. So anyway, you know, besides that, nothing, you know, I, I'm getting my vaccine tomorrow. So, yeah. All right. So if you grow a third arm, we'll know. <laughs> I'm hoping for a flowers for Algernon thing, you know. <laughs> no, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
I guess that just leaves me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one, two, three. I mean, <laughs> usually. Dave, how's your week been? Thank you. Usually, JD asks. He's not here. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, last week was pretty good. Nothing new to report yet. Might have news for our audience soon about a change in my life uh, for the Ooh. better. Well, I don't know if it's for the better or not yet. Not, not yet. But it'll be a change in possibly career. So All right. I'll keep the audience informed. There's, there's, there is movement on that. And then, of course, this week is so far has been a cluster. A little behind the scenes here. We tried recording Monday night with our good friend Mark Ellis from the So Wizard podcast. And he was having such technical difficulties. There would be huge pauses in what he was saying. And then, like... He couldn't hear what we were saying. And... Yeah, and he dropped out. Mm. And he was having internet issues. Some evil company was having problems in his area, who shall remain nameless. And uh, <laughs> so, and then, of course, I was busy last night. So now we're recording on Wednesday. We normally record on Monday. So let's let's get all past that. We made it. We made it. We made it. Let's talk about something fun. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Are we all caught up, guys? Oh, yeah. Most yep. certainly. Yeah. All right. What did we think of the latest episode, Don? Well, I will say that the most enticing thing about this whole series to me right now is the Madripoor, the setting that we became you, familiar I with. I, I, I can see that, especially with your shirt. And although... I know that we're not going to see any X-Men or mutants. Mm-hmm. Maybe we might see one, but we're pre- this this was written a long time ago. Like the whole Fox thing wasn't even finalized yet. Right, right. But nonetheless, we are in Madripoor. Mm-hmm. That's a mainly mutant thing, interesting place in general. And beyond that, the camera stopped on the name of a bar, the Princess Bar. Okay? Right. That's a pa- that's a patch hangout. For those of you that don't know, patches Wolverine with the eye patch and a tuxedo, mm-hmm. sometimes another black suit. So that's pretty cool. Again, I don't think it actually means we're going to meet Patch or see an Easter egg, but it's still kind of cool they're acknowledging that. It'd and be, then one of the it'd be gates, nice. It, it'd be nice if they walked in and just had him turn around and say "fuck off." <laughs> yeah, that would. <laughs> I, I do love that. It's, all, it's, all, all they need to do sorry. is like all they need to do is have like a post in the in the bar that it's got three slashes in it. That's it. You know something, right? Hmm. And then one of the gates had an X symbol on it. Now I'm not saying it's the X Men symbol, yes, but I was yes. like, what is that? You know. So I noticed you know, that too. Yeah, yeah. You, you said I, this was written before the the Fox merger, right? But I they don't must... know before, but like during. Right. Yeah, because they, they must have known because Latvia was was mentioned. Right. Well, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I definitely think this is messing with us because it's like X-Men, you know, Doctor Doom, you know. No, no. I, I, w- I think it's going to – I think it's going to make Mephisto. It's gonna, it's yeah, like- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's why I'm not going to get too much in the sauce there about it. But, you know, those were all like noteworthy, like, hmm, you're, you're messing with us. I get it. So – And the overall narrative of the show, though, is really interesting. Kind of the deconstruction of the 
idealistic Avengers. People aren't mm-hmm. getting paid. Captain America didn't go after Sharon Carter to make sure she could even come back to America. So a um, lot of social issues. I mean, it's, it's interesting show. And of course us nerds, we like to over speculate. So it continues to be fun. Hmm. Yes. And John, you still think it's Mephisto? Yeah, I, I obviously, I mean, you know, they mentioned Latvia. I mean, that's obviously code for Mephisto. It's like, <laughs> I mean, but, they they are trolling us hard. I think everybody's learned their lesson after WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would assume. But but yeah, they're trolling us really hard. And I, you guys I am going to call. Nine. I'm going to call for the, the the full Baron von the Baron Zemo the full dance cut. From what I understand, they 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 cut down his little dance, and there's actually a, a, a longer version out there. And seeing the success of the Snyder cut, I now demand <laughs> the full Zemo dance cut. <sighs> yes how's the zemo that. dance did uh, i miss something yeah he was in a club and he's like yeah, he's oh, oh, like, oh that okay and, and, and yeah. that was a, and there and there's much more of it a much more of that improvised dance of his and i'm calling for i forgot about that he was hysteri- we'll that's cut. hysterical we'll, we'll, we'll probably see that before we see the airs cut of uh suicide right. squad yeah um <laughs> yeah i liked i loved sharon carter in the episode i'd like they made her such a badass at this point. Like, like, yeah, she was a somewhat important character in Civil and I'm sorry, not Civil War, Winter Soldier, and whatnot. But like, no, like she really was kicking butt. In fact, I love the juxtaposition of they're inside talking, right, and she's outside kicking everyone's fighting. Butt. Yeah, yes. I um, I I heard that that now I've heard that that might have been that she hired those guys. To make to, to put a ticking <laughs> clock on the other two inside because she's actually a bad guy now. Like I've heard, she she turns villain in the comics or something. Is, is that right? I've heard. I've seen people speculate that she's the power broker. Yes, that's the um, that's the. She could be a scroll, you know. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But I thought it, in the in the comics she actually does become a villain at some point. Or I don't know much is, about it. If she is does. gray at least. I, or, I think it's a gray area. I don't know if I would really say she was a villain, but. Yeah, I think that's and I think that's a lot of fan speculation at this point. Mm. Um, well, there's definitely more going on with her than they're showing yet. Yeah, like, I mean, she, I know, I know. The phone call at the end of the episode—that's what everyone's talking about. And they're like, mm. "Oh, she's the power broker." It's like, is nah. she? No, maybe yeah. she's actually still working for you know a remnant of Shield or something, and uh, or sword was, or sword, and she was just pretending she's been undercover that. all this time. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, mm, maybe, or it's Mephisto. <laughs> We, or it's Mephisto. Mephisto. You heard it here first, folks. Sharon Carter me- is Mephisto. She or Mephisto or Mystique. Either one. Let's, let's start a new rumor. A- Agent Mephisto. There, there's your title, dude. Agent Mephisto. Agent strikes. Mephisto. Yeah. And of course, we got the ski mask for Zemo that everyone's wanted since. Do you like the reveal that he's like a rich, like rich guy with a private jet and a butler well, makes, in the air that he jokes with i mean it makes sense that's that is straight from sure the yeah he is a, a he is a baron so but do you think it matches well with his portrayal from civil war i guess no, that's i did, thought they were going in a different direction yes it did seem like that yeah i mean it seemed like they in in the in the original it was yeah. just some random terrorist guy right right yes but you know but he would have had to be connected to know have known all that. I mean, the thing know. is, that's that's the whole thing is yeah. is I think people tried people assume that based on the fact that 
he keeps listening to a voicemail from his wife who mm-hmm. died, you know, who died in the, in the, the incident in uh, age of Ultron. But like, exactly. He had to, ha- he had to be connected. He was able to get the information about the, the winter soldier. He was able to yeah. find up that place where all the, the soldiers were. He, he was able to kill the King of Wakanda. Exactly. Like yeah. he, he had to be connected in some way. He had to had some kind of power. So it makes sense that he's rich. Like they just didn't, they didn't Mark, portray they didn't, that. Right. They didn't portray that in the movie. But now it's like, oh, okay. That's how he was able to do everything. You know, it's like if if you didn't know Batman's secret, but you found out and you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. He'd have to be rich to be able to do all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Are we going to do any speculation? Where, where, where the, where this I'm is all going? speculated out. You're mm. all speculated out. Yeah. Hey, right. Oh, and I love the. No, no, we did, did we talk about this yet? Yeah. I love the, the social commentary on the show and the subtle way that they do it you know they're not in your face with it but the, it's there well you know? there was some not so subtle one yeah, which, I, which is okay i mean it, it we need yeah. sometimes society needs to be hit in the face with hey this is real life dude yeah. well my so my fellow podcaster jay was really kind of uncomfortable with the police scene you mm-hmm. know where at first they're hassling sam and but well, then it turns out they take bucky like you know so that i think that was a little little much but i still like it though i mean i i get it i've known people that that has happened to sure like yeah. the, fir- the first thing the police do is target the, mm-hmm. yeah, the honest, minority the black guy right yeah yeah yep. so yeah. yeah but yeah i mean like it it does give the mcu this depth and this mm-hmm. this anchor in reality you know all, all the stuff that they're throwing us they don't get paid they don't, it's it they're dealing with the same societal pressures that that you know that we do in real life and and, well, and what i was getting at is it's it, it's i don't feel it's in your face i feel it it feels real it doesn't feel forced right and yeah it's definitely yeah and they're not turning around and saying let's save the day with love anyone who's yeah. been watching flash should understand that so <laughs> <laughs> i will tell you yes for predictions i gotta say though the way that the whole MCU right now is kind of getting darker. I mean, aside, well, I mean, you know, the multiverse of madness, but at least with what we're learning in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, like mm-hmm. you can almost see a setup for the Dark Avengers. Like, I mean, I know Possibly. we don't have Norman Osborn in the MCU, which, Not in yet. my opinion, Not sucks. Yet, but, but I don't know. Like, I'm I'm kind of seeing where they're gonna they could do that. We could have a sword versus hammer in the Dark Avengers. So. That's what I, I we may be going for. I could see that. I definitely could see that because they gave us sword. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, they're definitely let's let's be honest. They're definitely setting up young Avengers. Like, there's no, oh, yeah. There's no doubt at this point. I no, mean, absolutely. Once they introduced Patriot, it was like ah, here we go. I think yeah. we've got. I think we've got. waiting for Hulkling. Do we have five now? I think so. Four or five. Like uh, Wiccan, Speed, Patriot. You're going to have What's-Her-Face in the Hawkeye show. Yeah, Kate Bishop. Are we getting an Iron Heart? Which I think, or she made it. No, I don't think she's going to go Avenger. But yeah, it's happening. Have they confirmed that we're getting a Riri? I think in the Iron War show, maybe I, I heard some rumblings about, but. Okay. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to see. Oh, and then, but we've got Kamal. What's her name? Is that yeah, her name? Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Yeah. going to be in Miss Marvel. So yeah. You got to get enough. I mean, that's more than enough for a whole team right there. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're definitely getting a Young Avengers. That'll be interesting. 
I, I just I just want to say, <clears throat> like being a DC guy, right? <clears throat> the I, I know that Marvel is famous because of the way they portrayed like their 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 heroes are all human, right? Right. And they're all always dealing with crap that isn't just from the hero world. The the movies are so much and and all the properties, the movies, the TV shows, they're all so much deeper now. There's so much more going on and so much more to anchor yourself to when you're watching it than than DC is even close to putting up yet. Even you know, like this the the D the DC EU the DCU at this point is basically just you know fast and furious heroes. Whereas yeah. this is like, you know, I don't know, this this is like the Cannes Film Festival. Or, well, know, I mean, you just gotta face it. Like the corporate entity that owns those properties just meddles too much and sucks. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean I definitely see that. I think because the ones where they don't meddle are the good movies. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel I kind of feel like Wonder Woman they didn't think was gonna do much, so they kinda they they meddled a little bit, but Patty Jenkins fought and got the stuff she wanted kept in there kept in there and, and of course that's probably one of the best ones and the same thing with shazam i don't think they thought shazam was going to do anything so i think they kind of just left it alone and it's like hey this is actually a good fun superhero movie but but from did, dc did, but did they meddle in in wonder woman 84 i thought patty jenkins had full control over that yeah except for i mean the end i mean snyder and the the snyder ending of that you know the fight wait with the i thought this night no, no, I'm talking Wonder Woman 80, 1984. Oh, 84? I don't know if she had full control. See, because you know, because that didn't do too well either, and and there, that was kind of a hot mess. You know, I, I I don't I don't know. It's just like I think I think what's making the difference is I, I hate to say it, just one guy, Kevin Feige. Like he's keeping everybody in line. Even mediocre directors are like putting out their best work under him. Yeah, you know, that is true. Do trust Feige. Yeah. Feige, we trust. All hell, Feige. But understand the thing about Feige is he's actually like into the source material. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So that makes the difference. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think the heads at Warner Brothers care about any of the comic book characters in the stories. Well, they care about the they care about the money. That's it. Right. Whereas, like, I think Feige and most of the people he, he's brought in under him are like they're making the the, the films for us. You know. Yeah. Yep. For us specifically, the three of us? No, no. Wow. No. That's amazing, guys. <sighs> I didn't realize we had such power. Yeah. That's why <laughs> we're getting a Black Widow movie. All right. Well, I think on that note, we're going to take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, boys and girls, we are back. I'm going to give you just a little bit. It's a little Susan, the social media bandit. Do we have to? It's like Wednesday. Like, couldn't we just say we did that Monday and it got lost? No, we didn't get that far Monday. Come on, Damn man. It. Damn it. <laughs> this is all This is all Mark Ellis's fault. So we had talked sure. about, of course, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show has been uh, confirmed. We got the cast. We talked about it. We asked our fans if they were excited. And uh, Megapodtastic said, I'm excited, but far more excited for the upcoming Lando show. <laughs> oh, it's got to be a joke. I yeah. don't know about that. <laughs> really don't. This is going to be awesome. I'm sorry. Timothy Jones, creator of Sour Grapes, said, this is going to be awesome. I just hope they do it well and it doesn't seem forced. 
But I- yeah, that that's that's that was definitely a sour grapes. Thank you. To which uh, Mega Fantastic <laughs> replied, "I have come. I I come to have a lot of faith in Kathleen Kennedy and those running Lucasfilm these days. So far, Rise of Skywalker has been the only time they've disappointed me. The only time." crazy joe so speaking of crazy joe we had done a a four-hour spectacular thanks for joining that don where we sat and watched the snyder cut surprisingly enjoyed it had some issues with it but overall enjoyed it well our our good friend crazy joe over at megapodtastic obviously listened to the whole show and what on a tirade <laughs> on, uh, on our Twitter feed? Is that what that screaming was in the? <laughs> I'm I'm I, I'm going to go against what you say there because I don't know a lot of what he's saying here kind of indicates he didn't listen. But okay, go ahead. And I'm always very concerned with somebody that starts a tweet and then continues to go in their own comments. That's just you oh. know you're getting some <laughs> some, some crazy pro- Joe. Really. Yeah. So okay. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's fairly long. But the impression I got, he was shocked that we enjoyed the movie. And his, and then he gives his reasonings of why he didn't like the movie. Which um, is, they didn't like the Superman portrayal. He didn't do enough saving of people. Right. There's also the, the music. He didn't like the music. He liked uh, Danny Elfman. We commented. Or, yes, we did say we didn't. <laughs> yeah. It was so really clunky and sometimes for in, during scene transitions, like it was pretty bad. And then like every time Wonder Woman was on the screen, it was the same yeah. aria or whatever. Like, yeah. He Go made ahead. a he made a he made a joke about the the Joker Batman scene. That was a yeah, joke. He, he's he's really into the reach around. He's really into the <laughs> joke the Joker Batman reach around. Not- in, in our defense, about. 20 minutes before the scene, we're like, just end the fucking movie. Just end it. So yeah. we're all yes. agreeing with And then, uh. of course, Martian Manhunter felt tacked on, which mm. we did say. Agreed. Yeah, we agreed with. Um, and I'm pretty sure we but, all said we hate, we still hated the Joker. But that's the yes. whole thing. And, and that's that's what I, I would say to Joe here is like, the idea here is, yeah, we, we agree with you. Like, there was issues with it, but it's far, a far better story than the original Whedon cut. Now, now let's let's make sure he understands that it's far better the weeding cut, far better that that actual level of far better being way below like mm-hmm. the worst Marvel has put out. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. Like that's the whole thing. It's it's that's the whole thing. Exactly. Just because it's a better movie doesn't mean it's the best movie we've ever seen. Yeah. And with that said, I've watched 12 hours of this movie. I've watched this movie three times in oh its entirety. God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Which is about eight times more, you know, than I've ever dedicated to the actual theatrical cut. Oh, yeah. So, like, my, and I said this on my podcast, but I'll say it again. My 12-year-old that just is bored, 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 could give a crap about superheroes, sat down and was like, this is interesting, and sat through the whole four hours mm. interested in what he was saying. So we absolutely agree with a lot of your points there, Crazy Joe, but it still was a good, it was good. Come on, man. I mean, I know we didn't get that Superman moment that you wanted, but we did get Superman going in front of Steppenwolf's axe, not uh, just boom, yep, yeah, break it, and then just, yeah. Yeah, there were that some was awesome a, moments. That was a definite Superman moment, in my opinion. And, and Flash do, undoing time. 
And oh my God, come on, man! And I'm and no no cheesy hours of this movie, no cheesy out of place jokes, and right. you know, and it just like there there are some movies like for me personally, there are some movies that if I'm sitting there folding laundry and it comes on, I'd be like, eh, you know, I'll watch this, and that, that I might leave the the Snyder cut on again. But the original, no, I'd find something else. Like, oh, right. Golden Girls, way better than this. Let's go. It's like, you know, a- anything would be better than. That. I mean, just what's Blanche up to today? Yeah, I know, right? It's like, you know, but but not 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 the original. You know, Just Justin, was it Justice League? Oh God, no! I I could I could not ever watch that again. I don't even think I have it in my DVD collection. It's probably the only DC movie I have not bought. Is John R. Rose? It's John R. Rose. <laughs> talking about Rose Tyler? What were you talking about? Mm. You said Golden Girls. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh, That's Betty White's character was Rose. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, yes. So, 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 Joe, you're wrong. Okay. Then we talked about, of course, Batgirl and Satana getting their own series over on HBO Max. Mega Podtastic chimed in again. Absolutely thrilled. I only hope they are set within the DCEU and not some separate continuity like the Arrowverse. Joe, everything's a separate continuity already. They, the Warner Brothers has already said that. The, the DCEU is dead. Yep, they're out of the continuity game. It's just like it is in comics. Just D, yeah. you know, DC's got the multi-multiverses and Marvel keeps continuity, and but breaks it a lot, which makes you angry. But nonetheless, uh, they try. So Yes. Well, considering they've done well, considering how many movies and properties they've been putting out. So, I mean, you know, I mean, they're, they're doing it. <laughs> this is an interesting one. Lawrence West, Westine, West, Wrestletine. That seems like it's a play on wrestle. Russ, Russellstein. Russellstein. I don't know if that's a real name or if that's a play on like wrestling. The first time met commenter said, I don't know who Zatanna is, but I'm not looking forward to people on Twitter completely complaining that they changed her outfit and the person has normal sized boobs that's a weird <laughs> comment well he's uh, they're not wrong they're not okay right people will complain and if you don't change if you don't change it people are going to complain that she has big boobs so yes, that's that's just how it works welcome to the internet <laughs> uncle redbeard said let's do it Hopefully well. SWO Productions said, gave us a gif of someone going, yo, guys, I'm so hyped. So, and then Sean McDonald. McDonald, it looks like. Is that an L? Okay, it looks like an E. McDonald yeah. uh, said, who drew Satana in this picture? <laughs> so I just grabbed See? the picture off. And when do, <laughs> in this picture, and when do you think the breasts <laughs> are for the first time so from what i've gathered because i'm not a big zatata person but from what i gathered her breasts are going to be a big focus here one way or the other that's oh, that's what we have to look and, forward to but that's the, why i mean come on Let, i, I want to see a good superhero show or movie i don't care i jeez crummy we're so base so banal sometimes i mean well, like oh, here's so the much truth than us, john here's the <laughs> truth guys during the like 80s and 90s who drew comic book characters uh-huh. only had this outlet to get what they wanted to look at you know oh get yourself a sears want- catalog <laughs> or Victoria's Secret, or you know, tune into Channel One and been the antenna and maybe see a nipple or two. But 
I don't know. Horny incel guys did most of the comics in eighties and nineties, and Possibly. some of their characters' designs still persist. And yeah, the Spider Woman. Yeah. It causes friction on the internet these days. Yes, it did. Mm. Oh, it's just it's just how it works, John. Come on, mm. it's not malicious. Do you not like boobs? Uh, it's a trap. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a right trap. So. Um, <laughs> Of course, when we did the Snyder Cut, you could still hear the audio uh, in the background of the movie, which I had to leave in because there were times where we were actually were watching it. So, like, instead of to say there was no gap, left the audio in, and we turned that into a video. We didn't have an actual video for the episode. We just turned the whole thing into a video and uploaded it to YouTube, which got blocked. Yeah, then the next time we'll set it up so that and, the, the audio is, is either obfuscated or or attenuated or something like there, there are a lot of ways I've been, I've been looking at a lot of ways that can be done that other reviewers do it. So I, I, you know, because the thing is I've I've said this to other people, I'm not even fighting it. It's a badge of honor. Our first (laughs) video blocked on YouTube to which sheep's clothing said, that means you must be doing something right. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. We are. Because even with us talking over the audio and I guess you, I guess you obscured the, I guess no, it's, a, it's just audio. There's no, that's the whole thing. There's no Oh, you video. just did audio. Okay. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's fair use. We're talking over it half the time. It's like, it nobody's is fair use. It's just how, it's just how they do it over on, on YouTube. Yeah, no, I know it's, it's. Yeah. The burden of proof is on the content creators. So. Right. Right. Not on the copyright holder. So it's fine. Again, we love it. I'm going to, I'm going to hang the, the notification up on, on my wall. <laughs> that what we were blocked. <laughs> so. The last pit of social media madness is was brought to us by JD, who's not here this week. Bruce Campbell, on April 1st, this is what makes it suspicious, people, tweeted out a page from the Multiverse of Madness script. And long story short, he's going to have a cameo in it as, oh, what's the, I can't think of the character's name. Army of Darkness. Ash. Gonna, yes. Ash. He's going to be Ash in the Multiverse of Madness. Of course, of course, you know, it's Multiverse of Madness, so it'll be Ash Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, a ramshackle cabin with a porch swing. Damn. Are we gonna get are we gonna get I like mean, Ash with the with the chainsaw? I, 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 yeah, keep reading it. A, a man walks out who's missing a hand and has a chainsaw in its place. Oh, there you um, go. Yeah, yeah. Who the hell are you? This is gonna be awesome. So 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 of course. Sam Raimi owns that, so he can use the character in the movie if he wants to. So he can ask himself for permission. <laughs> but again, this was tweeted out on April 1st, boys and girls. So is it an April Fool's joke from Bruce Campbell? This Damn. is this is triple stamping, a double stamp, which I know you can't do. But th- so, okay, this is happening. And I, I long predicted this on my own show. Really? This okay. is happening. You this is makes you think, ah, April Fools, this isn't happening because Marvel does like to trick us, but this time they're not tricking us. This is happening. This is this is a double reverse twist. It's actually happening. You think they did this to cast out on something that's actually right. happening? Oh, they've Marvel been so just... when over the last year they've been constantly trolling us with everything else. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now this is we're not gonna believe it. It was on April Fools. It's happening. And why wouldn't it? Multiverse of madness. Why wouldn't we get some Army of Darkness or, you know, Ash cameo? And they had the Book of the Dead in there. That could have been the Darkhold in their wow. universe. I mean, damn. That's true. Bruce Campbell's got to make his cameo somehow. 
he's not known to be like a, a leaker though. I know. I'm really surprised that like, yeah, even though it's, it's Raimi, Raimi's baby, do, doesn't the mouse, you know, ninjas come after him for this? Like he's or, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> true. True. He's he would take that. He would take, icon. he's probably the only one that could stand up to the, the lawyer ninjas. So he's a beloved nerd icon. So yeah, this will, this will be interesting. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, it sounds like they're going to throw the kitchen sink at this movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that does it for Social Media Madness. Now on to Nerd Madness, round one, second matchups. We've got the results in for this week, starting with, of course, anime. We had Dr. Stone Season 2 versus Official Ruby Season 8, or Ruby Season 8. I am kind of surprised at this. But Dr. Stone is like very popular right now. And it's it's really an amazing show. Season two just wrapped up. Yeah, so Dr. Um, Stone takes it 64.7% to 35.3% for Ruby. And which... the funny thing is Dr. Stone was uh, Mythbusted too. Carrie from Mythbusters actually did a, a video review of of the show and was like, huh. yeah, this is how things work. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, that's 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 really popular right now. Like like My Hero Academia. So, but Ruby is also I'm I'm surprised it lost by that much because Ruby is pretty popular as well. I know Ruby's your favorite. Mm, no, but it's one of my but it's it's one of my top ten. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, moving okay. on to movies, this one was close, and I was shocked at how close it was. And I'm also shocked. I'm kind of shocked who won based on oh. who listens oh. to this show. So for movies, for the second one, we had uh, Bill and Ted number three. What was it? What was the subtitle of that? What Bill and the... Ted three. Uh, no, I've... Bill and Ted face the music. Yes. Versus coming to America, and coming to America squeaks out a win, fifty one point two percent to forty eight point eight percent for Bill that, and that, Ted. It doesn't make any sense. No. No, that uh, Bill and Ted should have won. I don't understand. Is coming to America that good? Like I, I remember seeing the original movie. What was it, twenty years ago? <laughs> but, I mean, yes, the original is one of the best movies. Right, I that seen is a staple. It's one of the funniest, greatest movies ever. I haven't seen the second one yet, so I can't speak to it. I've heard I'm, it's, I'm sure I've heard it's, it's funny. funny, but I mean, I have to imagine with most comedy sequels, there's a lot of recycled jokes in there. Yeah, know. Wesley Snipes is in it. I heard he's. I heard he, he steals the funny movie. Po- I heard he's like yeah. the best thing of the sober. Whole movie. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I mean, he claims to be the reason. Uh, he claims to be the inspiration for Mufasa. He's like a, a general to a neighboring country, and yeah, I hear it's funny. Which you know, James Earl Jones is the king of Zamunda. Ha ha ha. Yes. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm just I'm surprised after like uh, Blade Three. Like he's just anyway. Anyway, uh, that was a while back. For our Wouldn't second, open his eyes. Yeah. For our second comic book uh, matchup, we had. Immortal Hulk versus Spawn 311. Yeah, I mean, so that was going to be the sacrificial lamb because it, you know, wasn't actually a series. It was one single yes. issue. And Immortal Hulk is also epic from and from it, what I've heard. So, And it's a definitely a sacrificial lamb. It was sta- Immortal Hulk slaughtered Spawn at 77.8% yeah. to 22.2%. Whew. Never yeah, had a chance. Not against Worldbreaker Hulk. No Sorry, way. Todd. Hmm. Better luck next time. You know, Todd, if you come on our show, you do better in these rounds, in these in these matchups. Just saying. 
or if you didn't leave hundreds of people in a line as after they waited for a couple hours to get your signature but hey it's time to go anyway Ooh. sorry Ooh. deep cuts like that guy's great i mean these dragons behind me are done by him but he's also a prick so i don't know i love you but hate you i don't hate anybody i'm sorry it's wrong <laughs> we love you toddy all right and then finally tv our second tv matchup of course we had snowpiercer versus mandalorian any guesses on who took this one not surprised and quite happy with this uh, mandalorian takes it 73.3 percent to 26.7 percent. i don't get the whole snowpiercer thing it seems like a very boring boring premise to me you know i mean i'm sure i'm it's 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 i i don't know maybe it's it's just too i think it's a i think it's a too intellectual, too cerebral. Yeah, I think it's a very artsy, cerebral concept. Like people are sitting like, I don't get the train. I get the train. It's to show the separation of classes. It's an easy way to show it. You've got the poor cars and you got the rich cars, you know. It's a very easy way to portray it. And you know? but they're all but then 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 the, the imagery is they're all stuck going together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they they're 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 together, but they're not. It's yeah, it there's a lot of cerebral artsy farcy stuff to it. It's a cool show, but well, that's the thing. They've made it into a show. It yeah. was a movie, and well, it was it a was comic based... book series first. But it was it? And how long was the series? Uh, I don't think it was that long. Right. So, I think like, they covered based most of the ideas in the movie. Right. So, I mean, like it. It was. It was. It had a single like direction that it went, and as a single ending, right? And, yeah. And they're trying to turn this into some kind of series, and historically that doesn't quite work yeah so when you try to make a series before the the book series it's based on is done you end up with game of thrones all right mm. <laughs> well if true. you want to follow along with us on social media and be part of social media madness or participate in uh nerd madness here's our good friend d square to tell you more enjoying the show want to be part of social media madness Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com, where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast, as well as some other great content. Check the site often, because we are posting some great comic reviews, as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter, at SuperheroSpeak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. All right. All right, Don. That was wonderful. You, like, you changed clothes so quick and background, yep. and then you came back. It's just amazing. 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 And, and, and then, Don, 
where can people check out your amazing podcast? Well, you can, of course, go on to our Twitter at Omega Level Nerds, and there you'll find the link to our YouTube page, so you can find the show there. The audio-only version, of course, available on the Podbean app and Apple Podcast app and wherever else Doris uh, feed goes to. Cool. All right. Well, on that note, boys and girls, we're going to take our next commercial break, and we'll be right back with the news. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right. So, what kind of news we got this week, guys? It's it's official. It's official. John, you can stop hiding in your basement. New York Comic Con will return in October. Woo-hoo-hoo! Great. I mean, you should the see numbers... The- you should see the fort I've built in my basement since last February. <laughs> October seventh through tenth at the at the Javits Center. They they are they they are all set and ready and raring to go. I don't think that their turnout this year is going to be as good as what they would expect it to be. I mean, cool, more room for us. I come on. I mean, it's 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 so super crowded to begin with. So I yeah, yeah I'm I don't know that I'm going this year. I'll go next year. You'll be vaccinated. So, what would be the issue? E, the variants. I, I I don't know. I don't. Feel, I don't feel. I just don't feel comfortable. Yet. I'll feel comfortable after after you know next year once once we've oh, got enough you know, people vaccinated and the, and the variants fine. have have, that, got, have tanked and all that. They're saying that that it's going to be mostly gone by the end of the summer anyway. So yeah, they, yeah. They've That's been what on they the said last year. That. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, geez. I mean, I hope they never make us take the mask away. Uh, we just, uh, the pandemic has given me a horrifying a revelation that we get just way too much of each other's spit in our mouths. And just, I'm never not going anywhere without a mask. And, I don't feel uh, comfortable shaking hands anymore. I don't shake people's yeah, hands anymore. Sure. You, know? sure. you get the fist bump. Yeah. And, or the, and no, 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 no. The elbow. Yeah. The elbow. Elbow, whatever. Like I, I, I'd be comfortable with bowing. It's just like Japanese culture where they've normalized the fact that when people are sick, they wear a mask out in public, and that's fine. Because in, in fact, it's revered because it's like you're you're making sure other people don't get what you have. Like I think I think it's about time our culture started changing direction and going towards the you know go towards the end of maybe we care about other people <laughs> around us. You know, I have a very sensitive question. Do you two wear masks when you make love to your women? No. That there's there's a difference, Dave. That's that's kind of a strong. Yes. Well, it's like I am no. willingly getting my wife spit in my mouth. That so. was actually a suggestion that was made. <clears throat> yeah. Last year, uh, seriously suggested on a lot of different news websites. And it, was, it was it was also suggested that we go out and just have fun and ignore it because it would there would only be four people and then three. So you know. Breathing is difficult yeah. when I'm just walking briskly through the store, okay? I'm 260 pounds, ladies and gentlemen. What what do you think it'll be like when, yeah, you guys are, I'll, I'll pass out dead. So, are, so yeah, me. like I, I, I know New York City's returning. San Diego was canceled this year. I haven't heard no, any No, San Diego of, is not canceled. Well, it's, it's uh, still online. It's virtual, and then they're having a smaller event in November. Right. This, uh, over but, Thanksgiving weekend. But like, I don't think anybody, I think that the reality that they're going to have to face is that until we get the vaccination rate up to the point where we have a majority herd immunity, like they're going to, they're going to deal with 
even if they if they completely open these open these venues, they're not going to get the crowds that they used to because of you know the uncertainty and people being nervous about this. You got to remember, five was it five hundred and sixty thousand people are dead. You know, it's I mean that that's going to leave a mark on people. So you know, next year once the vaccinations have been around for a while and you've got ninety. 90- five percent of the of the population vaccinated and the numbers have gone down for a few months i think then we'll start to get back to normal you know i i'm all for going back to oaks to the the great philly comic-con next year in march or april wherever whenever they hold it because i think by then we'll we'll be done with this well i will be at new york this year definitely and i know the rest of the geek world all-stars are planning to to come out this year so it'll be a fun time for all Hope to see you all there. All right, moving on. We got a trailer. We got a couple of trailers this week. Got a new trailer for Loki. Did you guys have a chance to watch it? What did you think? I the... thought it was interesting. Go ahead, John. Oh, no, no. After you're done. Go ahead. No, because you know probably um, more about it than I do. Well, I mean, you know, I'm actually not a fan of Loki, but, you know, the Tom Hiddleston is. Yeah, exactly. You know, but. I am a fan of this concept of the time cop. Hey, mm-hmm. you taking the Tesseract, you've created all these timelines. So now we got to go fix them. I will say though, I hope, I don't know. This is a deep take that'll probably never happen, but there's a team called the exiles in the comics that basically does just that. Right, and I would right. love to get some sort of connection with them. But nonetheless, from what I've seen, it's your regularly local, local Loki goodness you know, swearing that he's not going to stab anyone in the back again. <laughs> you know, and Owen Wilson's character, that seems interesting, although he looks strange to me, but whatever. doesn't matter. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I, I think it might prove to be the best of these, like, initial three Disney shows. Oh, I, I wow. Yeah. You that, you... I, I mean, if it's dealing with, if we're going to see what I think we may see with him going through the different timelines and stuff, like, there's a lot of potential here. And... You know, and Loki is is interesting. I just think he gets way too much hype, but whatever. That's because Tom's cute. <laughs> John, here is a copy of everything you have ever said. Can you sign it to verify? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's I, absurd. Like, as I understand it, like the Time Variance Authority is, as it's portrayed in Marvel Comics, is kind of a bureaucratic nightmare and and mm-hmm. not very good at its job. Right. That's and so adding Loki to that is like adding like a lighter fluid to a fire. Yes. It's a, it's a piling of Kindle and, and he's the match. Yeah. I mean, again, that here's a copy of everything you've ever said, sign it to verify. Uh, yeah. I think Owen Wilson is going to be amazing in this. I don't know why it just, the way he is in this trailer, it's like, yeah, it's just that deadpan, like, it, and he's not being typical Owen Wilson. I don't think. Yeah. You know, it's not, hey, man, you know? Yeah. So, See, but, but this, this brings back, I don't know if anybody remember. I mean, a lot of people are, may compare this to Quantum Leap, but there's a show that might even be closer to, to this. It, it, it was called The Voyagers. It was out in 1982. They had the, this little pocket watch called the Omni that they would, they would go from time to time fixing the timeline as it went wrong. Right. So it's, it, it kind of, it, it, this has so much potential, you know, and, and we see like 
if, if they if they do it where like i mean this a lot of it could be a lot of jokey stuff like they they showed in this is it's not really a spoiler because it's in it's been in both pr- the promos like loki taking on uh db cooper like being right. db like creating db cooper he was plane, db yes. cooper so it's kind of it's going to be fun that's, i think it might be fun not as dark as the other stuff right maybe. because it's funny the the premise they don't they haven't straight said what the premise is it almost feels like they're punishing loki and making him go fix time well the the, the premise it, like don said the premise is he he picked up the the tesseract right and that immediately splintered time and now he's got they're, he, they're pulling him, him in to fix his his problem but it seems like they're making him do more than just that yeah like so It'd be interesting, you know. Maybe he's getting time off his sentence for eh. <laughs> jumping out of planes. It's the one thing, the one thing I want to see is there's, there's, they've shown one quick glimpse of a scene with him sitting next to what looks like, uh, was it uh, Black Widow? And I want to see, mm. I want to see what that, well, that's, that's all about. That was my next question. I wonder how many cameos we're going to get in this. Is it going to be? Mm. Are there going to be scenes from the movies that are? reenact it are they going to just green screen him into scenes it could be a a whole series of what ifs like the the, the, like just the regular what like it could be you could see a lot of stuff and and this again like we haven't seen how they're going to incorporate fantastic four and all the other fox stuff and i do know that i i i swear i saw a list of the upcoming movies and there is a marvel fantastic four movie that's slated but mm-hmm. no, no date yet. But you know the what this this a- adding in time travel and Loki, hell, the, you know that could pull in people that we haven't seen before. It could bring bring people to the main timeline, right. you know, yeah, that haven't been introduced yet. In order to get around stuff where they haven't been around yet, you know? could be. Speaking of Black Widow, we did get a new Black Widow trailer and an official date. And it will be, of course, we talked about this already on the show. It will be on both Disney Plus and in the theaters. But what do we think of this new trailer? Did it change our opinion? Did it make us more excited for the movie, less excited? John, what do you think? I think everybody's waiting to see the last 10 minutes of that movie to see how the, the scroll took her over and, and died in Infinity War. <laughs> like, that's all anybody cares about this movie is, yeah, yeah you know, it's great. Black Widow finally got a movie. It's about freaking time. Just skip to the last 10 minutes. <laughs> I want to see if she actually survived or not. Does this somehow bring her back? Yes, I get it. Yeah. I am less excited. And I can only admit that here because I happen to podcast with two two people that are excited for Black Widow. They really like Scar Joe, as they call her. What is disappointing me is Taskmaster still seems to have no personality. Now, unless they're faking us out and stripping all his lines or her lines, whatever... I'm really disappointed. I understand we can't get an exact comic accurate Taskmaster, right. but I would still expect there to be some of the personality there. He's a great villain that people love. His power to basically copy any sort of movement, which, by the way, would make him a powerhouse in the Naruto universe. Copy yeah, copy, the just, second copy ninja. Uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, yeah, exactly. Except he doesn't need a Sharon God. He can, but anyway. I don't think they're doing an awesome villain justice in this movie unless they really are hiding a lot. 
You you think they, that's what I'm upset with. You think they pulled a fox Deadpool on you? <laughs> they take the mask like off it. and have his mouth sewn shut, whatever. AC? Yeah, I mean, you can't see his eyes, which you normally can. If I remember why, it depends who draws him, I guess. But he just seems devoid yeah. of anything that makes Taskmaster Taskmaster. I won't disagree with that. But, I mean, it seems like the trailers have all focused on Black Widow and the relationship with her family. So. Mm-hmm. And how, like, it was made to be a real family, but it's actually not. I mean, that's right. all interesting. That really is. But, yeah. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they just, we just haven't heard any of the dialogue yet, and we'll still get some shit talking. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it's coming. Yeah, no. I mean, it hasn't, you know, it hasn't changed my opinion. I'm going to go see it no matter what, because it's, it's a Marvel movie, and, you know, they have going? money. Are you going? Or are you doing the oh, Disney going. Plus I'm Premium? Really okay. I'm okay. going to the theater. Yeah, definitely. I haven't been to the theater in a while. Got to get some of that theater popcorn and some okay. pretzel bites and uh, and sit down and enjoy a movie. Sit I haven't down. been there since New Mutants, so it's been a while. I haven't been to... You ended to... on New Mutants, you poor thing. I like that movie. I like that movie. Really? I haven't watched it. Last you should. I, last movie I saw in the theater was uh, oh. Sonic. Okay. <laughs> you win for bad, for bad ending. <laughs> But that was my son's choice, so I'm going to... They should to release the original Sonic. <laughs> I want to see the director's right. cut with the original yes. character. <laughs> yes, release the bad, the crappy-looking Sonic cut. <laughs> we want to see human Sonic, damn it. <laughs> right. I want to see a Sonic that looked like it was dipped in acid for just a second. I need more nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> release the nightmare Sonic cut. Let us drink all the nightmare <laughs> fuel. <laughs> Uh, but yes it's interesting like i mean there's obviously they're getting in deep with who the character of black widow is and jd brought up an interesting point we talked about before where he's like how who cares she's dead and i get that And there's a lot of people who feel that way but we talked about this a while ago on the show is that all the actors and actresses who have signed on for this movie signed a three movie deal yeah i mean and that's the thing she might not be she she there's a really good chance that she might not be dead because why would they make a movie about her after she died right exactly you know even and, even and by the covid timeline also they're up, playing I mean, with they're playing with time right now in marvel they have time in, travel they brought it in oh not just anything, time travel they're going multiverse and time travel right like so there's so many different ways possible right exactly but, yeah. and we all know how long the list is of comic characters that died and stayed dead so is, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm sorry. How many? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think Uncle Ben and right. Batman's yes, Uncle parents. Ben. Right. I mean, even 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 Vibe gets re- resurrected every once in a while, just as a, a punchline. <laughs> yeah, I think Batman's parents and Uncle Ben because they have to stay dead for the character the uh, base. But uh, Uncle that. Ben, Uncle Ben did not stay dead in was it was it Clark, Lois and Clark. Like, no, no, I'm sorry. You're, you're talking about, yeah, uncle. Sorry. I'm thinking, I'm sorry. I was thinking Superman's parents, but she, she mm. he's, he, he, Jonathan, Jonathan, I know, I know. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm so tired right now. You have no idea. No, John, Jonathan, like Jonathan Kent, like uh, originally it was, he, he died to give Superman impetus to say, I, it was kind of, it was the Spider-Man thing. I made the connection with the Spider-Man thing. It's like, go back and forth with Jonathan Kent being dead so much. It doesn't, that doesn't fade. Yeah, he's been dead and alive and dead and alive. Yeah, and then yeah, they're both yeah. dead and then they're both alive. And uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Clark Parker. 
Well, that's a movie I'd watch. <laughs> all right. So I think we're all in. We're all going to see the movie. <laughs> and then moving on, we're, the, we're going to be talking about this movie in a minute. Of course, Godzilla versus Kong. But the director, Adam Wingard, has been tapped to helm the live action Thundercats movie. <laughs> Thundercats. Oh, oh, wait. That's. No, no, that was, was it Thundercats Roar, but that was canceled because it was so bad that, you know, boy. So have you seen the series before that, that they just abruptly ended, never canceled, and it was epic? Did any of you see that? It wasn't, it wasn't that good. It, 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 the the writing was, the writing was still horrible. I mean, the the first, the first, the first couple of episodes were good. And then they started getting into this weird stuff and, and very, very, very basic type. I mean, they, they, the the writing degenerated after the first few episodes into the same kind of writing you would have expected from the original series, where every every episode had to have a a moral story to it and a a, a moral oh, was it value teach. Anyway, it's just I forgot John has no morals. No, no, no. I you know he's offended there, by shows that try to teach them. There is so there is so much there is so much they could do with that show and like i said the first few episodes of of the the second series the reboot was pretty good i mean they even brought in the original voice actor of lion to play lion father and it was really nice to hear him you know do the whole thundercat but i don't but yeah and then thundercats war was gods well that was just horrible it was it was written by somebody who wasn't a fan of the original show like why you would do that is beyond me yeah but this whole um, this whole thing of like of of making of of infantile infantilizing these these shows like you know teen titans was great teen titans go there's so much body humor that it just it's not i don't i don't find it funny and i don't find it interesting the the Justice Justice League one though Justice League action was actually pretty good because they were still putting in long running storylines and doing some actual actual pretty serious interesting stories even though they were only fifteen minutes long that was good but the Thundercats movie I I, I don't know I I don't know well I'm gonna say this about it and uh, they were talking about this on another podcast I believe it was So Wizard and they were talking about like the Cats movie that came out. <laughs> and how nightmarish that looked now imagine that for thundercats so is that okay yeah. well okay he's got a point because if you look at lion-o's uh suit that he you know back in the day where it's got the the thigh highs and the, uh-huh. and, the and the little part in the stomach so you can see the six-pack you're uh-huh. right if they stick with that it, that will look pretty horrific but if you do cats with badass battle armor freaking sword of omens I, it, guys, this is one of the pillars of my childhood, okay? Mm-hmm. You've got Transformers, Thundercats, He-Man, I yep. mean, uh, Voltron. This is just one of my pillars, and so just this is holy Bo- ground. Both Voltrons. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. Don't you mean all absolutely. three? The, the, There's the, actually the, more than that. There's a whole crap load if you go to the, all the Japan the, the third, The third one, the, the three, <clears throat> the three, was it the, the three-bot one? was i don't even know if it was shown in america but I yeah don't think it was the, but anyway, so, so, anyway, yeah just i mean it, this could go either way right don i mean like the, yeah. i mean th- this is our childhood right they have it in the palm of their hands and we've been slapped in the face with it so many times it's like you know 
You don't yeah. want to get your hopes up. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, they've been promising a live action Thundercats movie, I want to say, for at least 10, 15 years at this point. So, yeah, we'll see. Just make it part of the monster universe. I mean, you know. <laughs> I thought that was a universal thing. Doesn't Warner Brothers own Thundercats? I th- no, no, that's that's you're thinking dark universe. I'm talking oh. monster monster universe. Like the, the the director just is the same guy. Oh. So yes, oh, I see. What you're Wingard. Saying. I see. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay. The, the, no, no, oh. nobody nobody talks about the the universal dark universe anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, bad. And the last <laughs> article was just for me because I don't I don't know if you guys are a fan of this show or not. Uh, but the day after my birthday, I'm going to get a present this year. We're going to get season five. Of Rick and Morty, and the trail official trailer was released. So, so first, I'm going to ask Don: Do you watch Rick and Morty? I, I do. Now, I'm not one of the people that watch it day one. I was more of the "Hey, it's on. I'll sit down and watch it." And then, probably about six months ago, I said, "Hey, let me actually just watch them all." And no, they're they are epic. They're epically funny. I mean, it goes off the rails so much, but it's it's still. Just really, really, it's just, I don't know, it's just funny. Just all the concepts they throw in there, oh, yeah. dorky, nerdy Easter eggs that they, you know, it's just, it's too, it's too fun. Yes. What about you, John? I watch it for the social commentary centralizing around quantum physics, and 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 I stay for the for abject Dunning Krugerism oh. of of the characters. Now it's funny because. I was just listening to the Cult 45, latest episode of Cult 45, where they did Back to the Future. And anyone who knows Rick and Morty is based on Doc and Marty. Originally, yeah. The originally. The, that was the original joke. And then grew from there. And when they would get to certain things that Doc does in the episode that are very Rick-like, it was like, and they pointed out, I'm like, oh my God. If you really yeah. think about it, Doc really was kind of not a great guy in some senses. Mm-hmm. You know, he sent his an untested time machine, sent his dog forward in a minute. Could have killed his dog. Um, he stole plutonium. He stole plutonium. And had, ter- and had terrorists Terrorist. come after Hack him. him. Yeah. Yes, like that's the first ten <laughs> minutes of the movie. Yeah, so so. And Marty's supposed to be in school, but I was like, hey, Marty, come here. Let's, you know, look at all this plutonium I just got. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Very much so. Yes. All right. So I guess we're all in. We're all looking forward to my mm. birthday present this year. It's <laughs> it, it's very rare to get another season of that re- this close to the last season because it normally takes them a while to come up with all of those oh, jokes. Yeah. I mean, these are not easy jokes to write, you know, or 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 plot That's like the plot lines because of the just sheer amount of actual science the, they throw the, into it. The, the the episode where they play with the uncertainty principle. Mm-hmm. Heisenberg. Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. And where they click splitting reality and like at one point they open the garage and there are cats floating outside. And if you don't know who Schrodinger is, you don't get the joke. Mm. But to everyone who knows who Schrodinger is, it's like, my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. I, and and of course, I'm sure like every animator in the world were watching that, you know, having the cold shakes because of every, because only one in every, every time they split the timeline, they, or split the realities, you know, they had like, at one point, they, I think they did 36 different realities Something on like screen that. at the same time. 
and it was only one little thing different in every single one <laughs> it's like i'm sure the animators were screaming at that oh i'm sure i'm sure and i wonder if they probably all were full size and they shrunk them down yeah crazy maybe <laughs> That, yeah, well, that it's would... harder to draw small. It's easier to draw big and shrink it. Well, if they were anime, if they were you know Japanese anime people, then they were forced to do that in a in a night. No uh, shrinking, no 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 uh, shortcut there. So be certain, boys and girls, you don't want to split reality. All right. <laughs> On that note, we're going to take our final commercial break, and we'll be right back with our main topic. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. All right, we're back. Did you miss us? I know you did. All right. So we are going to talk about the movie event of the year so far. The movie everyone's been waiting for for a long time. Electra Woman and Dinah Girl? No, Godzilla <laughs> versus Kong. And yeah. Let's go around, give non-spoiler reactions first before we really get into it. I'm kind of curious what you guys thought. We'll start with, with our, our resident comic book reviewer, JD. Not JD. Oh, my God. Don. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? I I loved it. I mean, it's not Shakespeare, but it's visually very, very, very fun. I, I watched it with my wife, and she's always a, a good, and I'm a bit more stoic, but she's the type to, you know, she's very, very, she can get very into things. And she felt for Kong, so you're going to get some humanization of big giant monsters a little bit, mm-hmm. which I was surprised by but it it was very cool i mean it's not the human parts are not why you watch this fyi but the three rounds of kong and godzilla are awesome and then the the end fight that's awesome so i just thought it was really really fun and i really enjoyed it visually again the human parts eh they did their job <laughs> and there's like there's kind of a rise of skywalker part in this too like yeah. remember where she found the dagger and you look all oh, there you get a little bit of that here and it doesn't make sense but again that's not why we're here we're here to watch king kong and god freaking zilla fight and it's awesome okay john it was good goodbye everybody <laughs> no. I, 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 okay there are so many things with this movie that I could pick apart, Absolutely. but I'm not going, but I'm not going to because they didn't fight in the dark. <laughs> we could see yep. the fight and, and, and the, there, the human characters were just, you know, kind of over here doing their thing. And most of the movie was, you know, was Kaiju just, just slugging it out. That's all I ever wanted. I'm good. That's you know I, I'm going to ignore the fact that apparently Godzilla's breath can transverse wormholes, but you know whatever uh, you know I'm good. Okay, well, <laughs> number one, I really wish JD was here because he's the Godzilla guy. He he is you know I've seen every Godzilla movie ever put out. I was brought that was literally my father literally brought me up right, watching. But he was the one too. was he's the one that seemed the most excited for this movie. Oh, um, I think I was excited, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you go have a soul, so you he, have no emotions. We can, we I, I was really excited, but again, yeah. I'm not going into this looking for I have, anything. But I have to say two things about this movie, non-spoiler. Number one, for a movie with giant monsters fighting each other, it's kind of boring. 
<laughs> and wow. two, and I liked it better the first time when it was Batman versus Superman. So, and I didn't like Batman versus Superman. So, on that note, boys and girls, we are going to get into spoilers now. So, if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want to be spoiled, then pause us, go watch the movie, and come back. If you don't care, all right, we're going to get into this. All right, guys. So let's start with the good. Let's say what was what was your one of your favorite things about the movie? Go ahead, Don. You can go ahead. Okay, lay, lay it on us, man. I I enjoyed the human relationship between little girl and Kong. I appreciate the them kind of displaying the intelligence of Kong because going into this movie, and I've always thought this with Godzilla vs King Kong. Godzilla wiped the fucking floor with King Kong, okay? It just, there's no doubt. In fact, in this movie, they didn't use any of his upgrades that he got in King of Monsters. Like, he, it was just King Kong, radioactive breath, that's it. And he had a major upgrade in the last movie, but nonetheless. So, yeah, Godzilla, to me, is always going to naturally defeat Kong. But the intelligence Kong had in this, it, 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 it even the playing field out, a little bit, okay? At the end of the day, though, we got three Kong versus Godzilla fights. Godzilla won two of them. But it was cool because, like, my wife, who is not a big Godzilla fan or not a Godzilla fan at all, she's rooting for Kong. She's like, he better not die. You know, oh, he's so, like, she, and then she's like, well, why didn't Godzilla kill him? And I'm like, because Godzilla is not really trying to kill anything. He's just trying to say, I run this bitch. And that's it. Now, if you keep fighting him, he's got to fight you until you stop moving. And if you stop moving because you're dead, okay, there you go. But if you submit, he's good to go. So the fights, I thought they were, I thought they were cool. I thought they looked cool. Like John said, they're in the daytime. Even when they were in the water, you could tell what the hell was going on. I just think back to the, not original Godzilla, but the first Godzilla in this universe where you hardly got to see him. Like as him and the kaiju were fighting, then the door closes and you're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> there's none of that in this. Or, he the, comes or they out completely of the water. cut away, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Like there's none of that. There is none of that. These These two get on screen and it is over. They are fighting. I understand I'm easily razzle dazzle. <laughs> I get it. I'm not a I'm not a big meta Shakespeare. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But I liked the visual stuff. I liked the fight. I liked the characterizations. And I liked Mecha Godzilla. I thought that was a cool idea. I thought it was way too convoluted on how to power him, but we'll get into that when we talk about stuff that sucks. But nonetheless, I thought he was a cool Mecha Godzilla. And seeing King Kong team up with Godzilla. Versus Mecha Godzilla, that was kind of cool. I don't know about the whiskey thing being poured on the console, being the whole reason this all goes off, but that's what I liked. Cool. Big yeah. giant things fucking fighting. Hmm? Just well, yeah. I mean, everything Don says holds water. I mean, yeah. Aside from the little, I mean, having the little girl, I think you know, being friends with King Kong and and them talking in sign language. I think that added a, a nice little dimension to it. But there, you got to remember that there's so many memes going around Facebook right now where it's a gorilla sitting there in front of a bunch of humans saying, look, I'm going to try my best, but it's a fucking radioactive dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> you <know? laughs> so, you know, so yeah, I, I, I think the acts, there, there were a lot of, wait, do ex machinas? What do we got? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do ex machinas. Yeah. Yeah, there there were a lot of those in here, and and 
the 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 thing is that normally that would get under my skin, but the fights were just so grand and awesome, and you know, I mean, Hong Kong got wrecked. It yeah. got it got wrecked like a frat on a Saturday night. It was bad, and it Kong's was just it like was swinging around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was nice to see Michael Bay's take on Mechagodzilla. <laughs> so you know, otherwise, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, there was just enough storyline. I mean, they, they could have taken out the secondary team with what's her name, the one who played Eleven. Why am I blanking on her name now? The one from from Stranger Things. You know what I'm talking about? That she was she was in this movie too, or do you not remember that? Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown was in this, right? So, yes. like, they could have taken out that whole that whole. They literally could have taken out that that whole side quest, and uh, the movie would have been pretty much fine for it. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, it was just nice to see them finally have these creatures fight in the daytime and uh, be able to see everything. And and the and the choreography for the fights were pretty good too. You know, and 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 I was satisfied with the ending. You know, because yeah, like when when Japan got when Toho got hold of the rights to King Kong for the original Kong versus Godzilla. That fight ended really, you know, I mean, it had to be a tie. So this time, this time they, they made it make sense as much as they made anything make sense in this movie. And it was enough to satisfy me. Okay. All right. What did I like? Wow. This is when the ending credits started. No. Uh, oh, you were just boy. not a fan, Dave. This is not, you know, okay. you can say so it's a good this... movie, but it's not your cup of tea. So, so, <laughs> so I've probably seen every Kong movie ever made. And That's the like only... five, right? <laughs> there aren't that many. Maybe. 73 um, remake, the original, the, yeah, no, there's, there were like a couple in between. I don't Mighty count, jo- I don't count Mighty Joe Young. Oh, everyone counts Mighty Joe Young. Uh, true Kong fans do. Anyway, and I think the only Godzilla movie I've seen the whole one of is the Matthew Broderick one from the 90s. That is not Godzilla. That's that's Zilla, and and Toho Studios actually paid for the rights to him so they could kill him in, in I think it was Against All Monsters, or I forget yeah. which, which one it was. So, yeah. That was great. Right, right. It was um, fun. It's just one toss and then just so, blew him up. And that so was I wanna, it. <laughs> I, I just want to put that out there as I'm going into this so people understand maybe that's why I didn't like the movie. I don't know. It was just weird to me. Well, because nobody sat there and said, that's but, a lot of fish. <laughs> I like the, I did like the, the relationship between Godzilla and the little girl, King Kong and the little girl. Like that made sense talking with sign language. It didn't make sense that no one noticed it until. They were on the boat, but yeah, I um, mean, it's, they were only monitoring Kong twenty four seven. You know yes, I, yeah. how she taught him sign language while nobody noticed is right. Yeah, one of those things. No one noticed that they they talked. You know, they noticed they had a bond, but they didn't understand why they had a bond. It was like because they communicate. Yeah, and no one else thought to teach him sign language. That's the other interesting thing. Like, well, they must they must have gotten what's his name from a rampage to come in and take. <laughs> The Rock? Yes, they must have gotten The Rock. And, and, and you know, the, like I'll say that some of the special effects were really cool. The fights were interesting, well choreographed. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know. I guess it wasn't my cup of tea. All right, let's. let's That's okay. About. It's perfectly fine to say that. But the, us, us monster movie guys who have been watching them since, you know, we were born, it was, what, then it, what's was some, it was good. There was something you didn't like about the movie, John. 
Well, you know, there's always plot holes in the in these monster movies, but it, apparently Japan takes takes it a lot more seriously in at least making the plot line kind of make sense. And there were a lot of, I mean, there it's interesting. It it's it's neat to see the difference between how Toho Studios in Japan handles it compared to what happens when an American studio and all the American ex, the studio execs get in, involved. Right. right, because historically, all the Godzilla movies ever made were made with a social commentary aspect. You know, it, starting with the very first one, which was way darker than any others, and was meant to be a commentary on nuclear testing and and, right. and the nuclear age, purposefully so. Right. The but but now, like with you know the American legendary taking it over, doing this well, it's it's plain to see that. You know, you've lo- you lose a lot of story cohesion. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. Plot holes you could basically drive a Godzilla through. And, uh, you know, I, the, the, again, the only reason I can ignore a lot of that stuff is because it's really nice to see the kind of money that an American studio can bring to something like this, you know? Right. right. And that's, that's not that's that's not uh, counting like Shin Godzilla, which came out only a couple of years ago, and did really well. But even with that, they're still using models, right? They're right. not. They this was all CGI, and the CGI the CGI was good. I'll give it that. But you know, there was there was Godzilla using his breath to drill down to where King Kong was, even though everybody else had to pass through a wormhole the first time. How does that work? That's legit. Yeah. I've got a I've got a lot to complain about that yeah. scene actually. Or, or the, the 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 thing with the power the power supply. Like they went down there to get the power system so that they could power Mega Godzilla, and they uploaded on. it in five seconds. I mean, I know five G is a thing, but obviously, I mean, well, right. I, just, but how do you replicate a power source? You just don't. right by, with, with, by with not just ever having it. And right. a and so here's my Skywalker moment. So since I'm going to break in here while you're talking, well, go about go for it. Go for it. So you, so you're, t- so in this movie, the the axe that we see, uh, mm-hmm. well, I'm not okay. Anyway, you don't need it. The axe that King Kong <laughs> or King Kong has, he finds it in this hollow earth, and it's and it's embedded in the what remains to the remains of what looks to be an old Godzilla from their war. He picks up this axe. Okay, cool, that makes sense. But then he finds an indentation on the floor that looks just like the axe, and when he, a giant gorilla takes this axe and puts it into this area it then powers up everything and that's when they're able to use their drone to get a piece of this glowing rock then somehow send its frequency up back to the surface where it can then be immediately replicated and immediately powering mechagodzilla but so none of that makes sense right like who right which one of the giant monsters carved out the axe shape just how advanced and, was King Kong's ancestors? Right, exactly. So that 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 that's Rise of Skywalker moment does not make sense. Putting the axe in the little hole that that's no, that's dumb. It was dumb. Yeah. There was yeah. no need for it. They could have just found the power okay. source. And then somehow, yes, that makes Godzilla realize, oh, I can just blow a hole all the way down there now. Yeah. I couldn't do it before, but now I can because yeah. he put because uh, reasons. Right. Especially when they made made such a big deal out of the fact that, and again, the characters are sides, so I'm not going to remember any of their names. But the main the main guy character, you know, his brother got killed because of this 
gravity inversion that you have to go right. through in order to get uh, none of that though when when i mean godzilla basically uh pulled a broly and punched his way through reality yeah. right yeah. you know and uh and, and why why did he do it he just looked down there was like Meh! yeah that's it and then everyone flew out mm-hmm. right and then there's the what is it oh oh mecha godzilla they were using one of well one, one of Ghidorah's heads and, and they, it's a psychic connection a psionic yeah where was the got, third head in well, Godzilla's belly. Yeah, yeah, I oh, know. Okay. Well, well, the others melted. I mean, I, I mean, the, the first movie they sh- they the, the last movie they showed that he basically melted when Godzilla came out, powered by a nuclear bomb. But yeah, it's just like well, when the guy walks when the when the the podcaster walks in and looks around at all these pipes going to a, a Ghidorah skull. He's like, "Oh, these must be psionic, psy- you know, cabling." Yeah. It's like. Do you know about psionics? So, <laughs> well, he like, wasn't just a podcaster. He, he was an engineer. But, well, yeah, but it might as well have walked in and said, oh, this is the Illuminati. I mean, you know, it's like, I mean, so it just, of, it just, that whole side quest was just, you know, filler. Yeah, speaking basically. of that giant hole, the other issue that I had with that is how quickly Kong got up. He's at the center of the earth. And like, I can, I can take the concept of the wormhole getting them there quickly, you know, when they were going down. But when he was coming up, it was like, I'm here, like in two seconds. Like, that's that. No, that doesn't make any sense. He doesn't move that fast. Well, but I mean, if you look at it, I mean, if you glance at it at all, the whole hollow earth thing makes no sense. Well, of course. Because, you know, there is a, there is an earth's mantle and core and the, the, you know, the gravity. And I mean, just. That's an old 50s sci fi. Uh, yeah. trope oh thing. oh yeah yeah but even toho never even bothered to, to lean on that at all i mean right. toho is just yeah godzilla got buried in the arctic you know under tons and tons of ice and you know he woke up one day or you know they they played they but, played a lot of where these monsters were just hibernating or under under the earth but not in some ma- magical fantasy land that you know i, I want to point something else out my real issue with the movie the more i thought about it and and I and I want to ask it to you guys who are, you know, big fans of this, mm. and maybe this is how these movies normally go. It felt like it was a King Kong movie that had Godzilla tacked onto it. Oh yeah, no, it was King Kong was the main character, right? Like there was no um, like Godzilla yeah. just shows up and fights and then goes away. Like there's no storyline for him at all. I feel that they think that's the best way to use Godzilla in these movies is to use him sparsely. But also, in the old uh, Kong vs. Godzilla, there were two different versions. There was an American version and a Japanese version, yep, on, depending right. on where you were. The, the American version, King Kong won. Japanese version, Godzilla won. American version's bullshit. Uh, Godzilla would wipe the floor. Anyway, but, uh, but so yeah, I know. I, I all like King Kong got character development in this movie. Like, my wife was feeling King Kong. Right. Well, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, again, it's like you had the little girl who could sign with Kong. Kong was, it's much easier for you to identify with Kong than it is with a giant radioactive nuclear powered, so, I'm saying, you don't, know, don't you think lizard. God, so, you know, aren't you, the Godzilla fans feeling slighted because of this? I don't think so. You got to see no, him fight I, more in this than the, than the other two combined, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. And yeah, no, I think for the most part, it went down. Because even in the beginning of the movie, and this is kind of a, a critique of mine, hmm. okay, you know, like, even his, the Godzilla handler, the lady, she knows that Godzilla would 
mess him up. Hence why he is in this containment dome kept away. Yeah. But, but, but when the dude comes by and says, we want to find the hollow earth, she's like, okay, great. Let's get him on out of here. Let's strap him to a boat that goes over water. You know, Godzilla doesn't go in water or anything. <laughs> and, they, and they tried to explain it like, oh, we're trying to stay away from his territorial grounds. But like, you know how this works. Yeah. You right, know- right, right, right. There's subson- some kind of subsonic frequency that the alphas can, can yeah. key into. I mean, and, that was even in the first movie. Yeah. And they were able to sedate Kong. You can't sedate Godzilla. Like, they just... And then finally, finally, after that first fight, they're like, okay, let's put him up in the air. I'm like, <laughs> there you go. Dumb. I mean, at least... Yeah. Oh, Which, anyway. yeah, that, that was the whole... That was one of the things that bothered me, too, that I wasn't going to really bring up. It was like, yeah, why didn't they just transport him that way to begin with? Yeah. Well, I kind of yeah. liked it. Remember when they said, oh, let's turn off everything on the boat and Godzilla would think we're <laughs> right. dead. <laughs> right. It's like, what are you, nuts? Come on. That, that, but it worked. That was the thing. Well, it only it was plot contrivance armor. Come on. <laughs> well, that but that that whole scene is plot contrivance. It was we're transporting them by boat. The only reason they're doing that is so Godzilla can attack them and they can have the first fight. Or if they just transport them by helicopter to begin with, you don't have that fight at all. Mm-hmm. And they get there quicker and everyone's safe. Yeah, That's but I, again, a better writer could have made that work very easily in fact like there's probably a hundred thousand ways you could have done that without definitely needed a better a better writer would have took the whole hollow earth thing and just done away with it this is a godzilla movie yeah just power the mecha godzilla just we don't care we don't want to know how why let's 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 talk about that mecha godzilla for a second okay I mean, it's pretty cool. Is it, it Michael looked, Bay's I, version of Michael? Yeah, exactly. Godzilla? It looks like a, one of the Transformers. I think it was modeled uh, on the Power Rangers. I think it was there modeled is a on them. It was big modeled- giant Tyrannosaurus Transformer, and the name is escaping me. Um, uh, no, the Grimlock. Grimlock? No, 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 because Grimlock's regular size. I'm talking about a big, huge fucking fortress type, uh, Fortress Maximus type, and I, I can't remember. Uh, because um, he's, in, he's in one of the War for Cybertron games. You like fly through talking about the one that turns into a city yeah yeah anyway that's what he looked like that's what he was modeled there's a big giant tyrannosaurus decepticon type metroplex there you go metroplex is the one that turned Uh, into a city i remember yeah he that's the autobot one there's a equal decepticon of course there is (laughs) yes i think that came out when we were older yes but like and like i don't i just it just i don't know it looked terrible to me I just as soon as he showed up, I'm like, oh, what the, were they thinking? I agree. I agree. It, it, it shouldn't have been as blocky. Like they've got yeah. all this advanced technology, but they have to make them like that blocky as well as uh, did we have to get the Frankenstein parallel here? Right. Did the monster have to kill his master for no reason whatsoever? I mean, did we have to? Yeah. Yeah. They could have just done the, what they've done in every Mecha Godzilla one before and just have, Either somebody, you know, piloting it or remote controlling it. And, you know, the bad guy could have been remote controlling it from somewhere, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, when they did the brought him to life thing, it just made no sense. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, that was another, that actually brings up another critique that I've heard from other places that I kind of, I, I don't know. The other, the other movies were basically, they were set in like today, right? With all of our current technology and all that. This one suddenly you've got futuristic space car uh, space cars or that that run on gravity, yeah. Like and Mecha Godzilla, it's like 
we jumped a shark somewhere between here and there. Yeah. See, excuse me, a megalodon. Because, you know, so, I mean, Monarch <laughs> had a bunch of technology like that, but yeah, that was like the only the only person that had it. And now you've got Monarch and Apex. Like, yeah, there was some explosion of technology here. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I also want to. I, I like. I made the joke at the beginning about Batman versus Superman. But there are definite parallels in this movie. You can't deny that. So start with, what's his name? Simmons. Walter Simmons, the guy who's head of Apex. Mm. He's Lex Luthor. Sure, absolutely. Well, he's Lex Luthor in Batman versus Superman where he's channeling the Joker. I mean, he, like, yeah. what was his plan for well, crying out loud? But, but Mechagodzilla is doomsday. Mechagodzilla you know? is doomsday. And, yep, yep. You know, I kind of felt like, and it, it would have made more and, and actually, this movie would have made more sense if they had him tricking Godzilla and and, Do- and Donkey Kong and King Kong into fighting, as opposed to they're just compelled to fight. Like, I, I, yeah. I like I don't like that. It's just like it makes no sense. But but if it was because when when he attacked the the facility in Florida, I'm like, oh, so this guy's doing something that's making Godzilla do stuff, which is what makes. Godzilla attacked Kong, but no, they didn't go that way. It was just, no, he's just being, he just fights for no reason. So that's, that's the only time where it doesn't parallel that movie. And I'm sorry. I thought when Godzilla beat Kong up and then left him for dead, I was waiting for someone to say Mothra because it felt like we were kind of getting our Martha moment right there. And it was just like, Mothra, (laughs) why'd you say that name, Mothra? (laughs) And then of course the, the bigger threat shows up, they have to fight them, blah, blah. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, you know, they're both basically Warner brothers movies. So I guess it makes sense. (laughs) I I, I definitely get it. I do. Again, it goes, it goes right back to their Toho will provide a single vision for each movie or set of movies they they kind of keep the ludicrousness out of it and and you know they this these movies are obviously being put together by a bunch of studio execs yeah i mean did you still get to see kaiju fight mm. <laughs> all right there you, you know? go. all right all right so so yeah i think that's that's all i got you guys have anything else you want to add is uh Mecha Ghidorah next? Where do we go from here? Is this the end of the Yeah, there was no after credit scene, right? Mm. So I, yeah. I haven't heard anything announced. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I mean, you know, twenty twenty's messed so much stuff up with plans and whatnot. Um Well I, with the knows? money this made, I mean in comparison with its pandemic records, you know they're gonna formulate some. Yeah, they're gonna they're they're definitely gonna try to figure out there's there's bean counters over at these studios that are trying to go, well, we got this many subscribers and it made this much in the box office. Okay, it's worth greenlighting a sequel or not. Yeah. But just let me help you out, legendary. You don't need to spend that much on human actors. Okay. You can, <laughs> you can. Well, they had a scars guard. I mean, you know, Millie Bobby Brown was probably the one that made the most off of this movie. Yeah. Because like uh, Rebecca fresh. Hall is the only other one I knew and the Fire Fist kid was way better in Deadpool too. I don't know his uh, name. I know. Yeah, yeah. Julian Dennison. He yeah. did not work in this movie. I'm sorry. No, no, no. He, 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 and we know he can act better. But the moral of this movie is, I haven't said this yet, so I just wanted to wait to the end. There is a moral to this movie. The moral oh. of this movie is the podcaster was right. Yeah, yes, yes. Hmm. Boys and girls, always, that checks out. always listen to the podcasters. 
We know what we're talking about. All right, so let's go around the room. Let's give our final thoughts on a score of uh, 1 to 10. Of course, 1 being the worst, 10 being the best. We'll start with our good friend, Don. Okay, all right. Well, uh, hey, I want to push the average here, guys. So I'm going to go 8 out of 10, okay, because of the fights. Ignore, go to the bathroom during the human parts, come back (laughs) for the fighting, and it'll be an 8 out of 10. If you let the human parts bug you, nah, it's going to bust it down to about a six or nah, seven. Well, seven, seven capes. Okay. All right. John? I'll, I'd give it a seven. You know, I, I, I everything Don said holds water. I'm just, because, because and I, I actually just started rewatching all of the Godzilla movies from, from, you know, in chronological order. And I've watched Shin Godzilla maybe three or four times. And it's just, I, I just can't, I, I I mean, it's a seven because I'd, I'd probably watch this again. You know, I might even sit down and watch probably. it without having to fold laundry. But by the same token, it loses something in the fact that there's just a lot of cognitive dissonance in it that kind of takes away from it in certain points, you know? Yeah. But, you know, it's not a it's not a five or a six or a four or whatever because they didn't sh- they they didn't render the fights in the dark. <laughs> so at least we're learning. <laughs> All right, all right. So what about you, Dave? I think Don's right. I think if you take just the fights, you might have something there, but I think that you'd only have a 30-minute movie, <laughs> which, again, is also part of my problem. It's called God Godzilla versus Kong, and we only got, like, 30 minutes of them actually fighting on screen. Well, just remember, that's basically every Godzilla movie. Like, yeah, most of them are about 30 minutes. It's just that the others, the side quests are done a lot so, better. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this just to piss John off. I'm very middle of the road to this movie, so I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but it was definitely wasn't the best thing I've ever seen. So right in the middle, five. Hey, you're coming in from it from not really a fan of those movies. Exactly. If the only one you've seen is the 1991, I I really feel sorry for you. I like yeah, Matthew that... Broderick. That's why I saw it. All right. So there you have it, boys and girls. You got all varying opinions here. If if you like these kind of movies, go out and see it, and come back at us on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. Comment. Let us know what you thought of uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. So let's wrap up here with some recommendations for our audience. We'll start with Don, and don't forget to plug yourself again. <laughs> yes, recommendations. Actually, Mad Cow sent me a, a review copy of Villainous Volume 1. I've reviewed Villainous Number 1 for the SuperheroSpeak.com website, and I'll be, re- well, I've actually already read it. I have to actually write my review, and I will send that to Dave as well. But I will tell you, check it out. I know in my original review of Number 1, I kind of poked fun at the, that it's analogous to the boys. Yes. But now that I've read the whole series, no, it, it differentiates itself. I, I, I think yeah. it's worth it. So, you know, just look for that on Superhero Speak, but definitely check out Villainous Number 1. I think that comes out on the 21st of this month. And again, yes. it's a graphic novel, so you get the whole story. Really cool stuff. Really good spin on uh, stuff. Outside of that, I do recommend Godzilla uh, vs. Kong for the fights. Ignore the human stuff. Check out the King in Black stuff as far as comic books are concerned. Donny hmm. Cates is done with Venom now, but he went out with a bang. I'm going to give you a little bit of spoilers here because the hero of the King in Black Donny Cates stuff is, of course, Venom. But Venom is now Captain Universe. Oh, he, is, he also has the power cosmic and Good he's idea. he is wielding a axe that is made from Majolner and Silver Surfer's. Uh, board. 
Wow. Okay. That's, that's, that's a bad idea. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. You have to put him that's against kind of... Molecule Man or something at this point. Like, you know. That's like Cosmic yeah. Ghost Rider. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he just, he wipes the floor with Null. So, I mean, spoiler alerts. Anyway, but check it out. It's still cool. Time and Venom looks Yonders cool. Back in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But he looks cool because he's got like the stars and he's got much more black in his suit. So, it's, does he have it's... the quantum bands? The. <laughs> no, he doesn't have those. Damn. No, he doesn't have those. <laughs> but yeah, he's definitely OP. Outside of that, just please, at Omega Level Nerds on Twitter, uh, check us out there. Links to the show, banter by the Omega Level Bot Twitter. Go check it out. <laughs> All right, John, what do you got for us? Uh, well, well, I'm going to show it here. Red and Red 2. Go, go see these movies. They are really, really just fun movies. They're really entertaining. They They're popcorn movies. If, if you're like sitting there and there's nothing on Netflix or something, well, <clears throat> I'd say pick up a copy of the Blu-ray or, or rent, rent it online. Don't like look at the TV, the TBS version because those are cut to hell. But other than that, I'm going to recommend something that I haven't seen yet right now, tonight, actually just, it, I think it probably just ended the new reboot of the series Kung Fu just started oh, tonight. That's right. And, you know, of course, there's no Carradine in it. David Carradine passed away a while ago in a most spectacular fashion. But, but yeah, that, that, if you don't know what it is, Kung Fu was a series about Kwai Chen King, basically a Shaolin monk who wandered the Old West and, you know, was the kind of magical Shaolin monk that could walk through walls and was, you know, completely unbeaten in Kung Fu. And it was just, it was a really cool series for the early 1970s. And, here we are just short of, I hate to say this, boy, Don, we're old, just short of 50 years later. <laughs> and I watched yeah. the original series just short of 50 years later. And uh, yeah, they, they've rebooted it. This time a uh, woman is uh, the main character and I am, I am dying to see it. I just, I just recorded it. So I would, I was just checking that out and I'm hoping that this doesn't turn into a iron fist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on Where that you, note, <laughs> I will recommend everyone goes to superheroespeak.com where you can find links to all our social media at the top of the page, reviews by our good friend D-Square, and of course, the podcast every week. I also, okay, so I don't have a recommendation per se this week. I have a words of wisdom, I think, that I want to share with our audience, something that I've learned, uh, especially over the last couple months or so, and that those who follow me on social media, those who follow our Instagram too, probably have noticed that I've been posting a lot of inspirational quotes and stuff like that on my Facebook and on our Instagram, because I've become very aware. People say this all the time, but it's so true. You get back what you put out into the world. And I think everyone should be taking the time to put positivity out in the world. I have a lot of friends who post. Says the guy who just gave King Kong versus Godzilla a five. That's that's different. That's like giving an honest opinion about. I wasn't cruel or mean or, or or nasty about the movie. I gave my honest opinion about it. I was middle of the road. I didn't have strong feelings for it. But I have a lot of uh, friends who put a lot of nasty stuff out in the world, and and I don't think that helps anything especially the world that we live in today. So, so yeah, I think we should all take time to try to put more positivity out there, be more positive person. If you listen to the intro to our podcast, you hear, of course, our, my good friend, Brett Culp, who is a, a, a documentary filmmaker 
who has made two amazing movies, Look to the Sky and Legends of the Dark Knight. If you've not seen them, check them out. He was on the show talking about how he wanted to find the stories that inspire people, but Legends of the Dark Knight, that made him feel how he read the comic when he was a kid. Like You hear that clip in the beginning of the show. And, and he's helped me a lot to find my positive side that I lost a while ago. And I, so a big thank you to him for that. But, but yeah, like just people, we need to love each other. Like I got to stop being negative. Like the world's, the world's a nasty place and it's not getting any better. So, you know, if you see something you don't like, instead of going on social media and complaining about it, you know, be the change you want. So that's all I got. That's what I got to say. So on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for hanging out. Don't let your cape get caught in the door. Have a good week.